It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. I said, what you know about it? It's the Hello, hello, you're listening to The Stew. I'm Jason Stewart. Andre Conaparo, say hello. We're back, baby. We're back. Yeah, we, we uh, were so busy last week doing actual food things like you do. Our <laughs> guest, Royce. Say hi, Royce. Hello. Royce. Good to be back. Two-time club. Uh. Two-time club. He's almost got the, uh, the green, green jacket. You and Who's Hanks. got the green jacket so far? Tom Hanks. <laughs> Zach Brooks. Zach, definitely. Zach's done Three it times? Lot. Farley? Farley twice. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but Zach's done it like three times? Three or four. Too many maybe. times, you might say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I love I was, you, Zach. I was, I was, riding, uh, I, was, I was riding past Smorgasburg yesterday, and I saw Zach pulling out in his car, and I was like, should I call Zach? And eh, never mind. And then I just I, stopped. I like that we're just calling the row Smorgasburg now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The row where Smorgasburg is at. I'm DJing a rave there in August. Wow. If you want to check it out, Gucci, Gucci Man is performing. Well, fantastic. But I, mean, all, I only care about you. But, but it's, And what are the others? There were some big names you said last night. MIA. Yeah. Jamie yeah. XX. Yeah. Oh them my. Jeans. The list goes on. Them, them, them jeans. jeans. Right up there. Yeah. Mixing so, it up. Main stage. Elbows. Main stage at 9 guess, p.m. Guest list is closed. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Well, thanks for the fucking invite. <laughs> uh, yeah, and we tried to pod with you before, and then my my box blew up. My box that I record podcasts on exploded because I accidentally it's a unplugged. Fiery inferno. Technical mm. malfunction. I mean, I bought a new box that's like a third of the price and shittier, and has worked much better than the last one, which is look at that. Ironic. Ironic is a word to say for it. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, but Andre and I have been doing a lot of actual food cooking for yeah. people to consume. That's why we didn't have I an noticed. episode last week. And we barely have time to do this one today, but it, it's going crazy. It needed to happen. Yeah. yeah, and you you Royce, you've done a lot of large format cookery and catering and outdoor grilling been. and you're kind of a guy that I think of when it's like, all right, here's like 400 people who need to eat food right now. Yeah. And then you just have like a propane tank and a, and like a four foot piece of flat metal. And oh you're like, all right. Just like a hay, like a three foot yeah. hay fork that he yeah. found in a truck yeah. that happened to be by the I, just, I looked like it. someone who just walked off the street with a propane tank. And <laughs> somehow I'm serving that many people. Yeah. And then, and, but, but, but you, then you kill it. But yeah, you, you don't, uh, you've just done it so many times. It's like when I go into a DJ. Yeah. A DJ set, and I've done it hundreds of times, and I'm just like, whatever, I know exactly yeah. what to do. And then when I look at the thought of large format cookery and catering, I'm like, 
I'm definitely going to fuck this up somehow <laughs> very soon in I, just a few moments. I yes. think the craziest one I did was for, I think it was the CEO of uh, Lucky Jeans. Ooh. And it was like his brand new. Lucky brand Lucky, jeans? Lucky brand jeans. <laughs> yes. TM. Love those guys. Um, they had just finished an 11,000 square foot house that costs an obscene amount of money. Very nice people. Lovely. Mm-hmm. But they had like a kitchen that's about the size of this house. Mm-hmm. And unbelievable, like beautiful kitchen, steam ovens, three islands that were like all the size of Andre's kitchen. Amazing. Ooh. Crazy. None of the gas was on, so <gasps> nothing worked. So I did the entire dinner off of a $50 Home Depot grill in the backyard. No <laughs> way. <laughs> I'm just working out of this like ideal dream kitchen, and it was, oh my God. This is starting to it sound worked. like an episode of Kitchen Nightmares. Yeah. Yeah, except with less... But then you, well, you got punked, baby. Person. Yeah, but it, it's funny how those things happen, and then... Like literally, like two, like forty-eight hours can pass, and yeah. you can look back and be like, "Oh, that was crazy." That was- but at the time, you're like, "My life is a nightmare," <laughs> and you're just like, <laughs> you know, you, you, yeah. you couldn't get any worse. And then just a couple days later, you're like, "Oh yeah, I did that yeah. thing. That was cool." I think I've done enough of had enough of those situations at this point in my life and <laughs> career that I'm like, "Okay, well, we're gonna figure this out." Mm-hmm. I'm not going to scream about it because it's not going to help anything. <laughs> Someone's going to go to Home Depot and get me a fucking grill. Did you used to be a screamer? Uh, not, as, I don't, not a screamer. I'm not talking I, about in the kitchen, too. <laughs> definitely there. <laughs> no. Um, not in the kitchen, I mean. Um, You're hurting me. Oh. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Andre likes that. Less, uh, no, less, less screaming. I've never been a huge fan of it. I think the... It's it's it seems fairly obvious to me that when someone when a line cook is in the weeds and you start throwing fucking pans at them, mm-hmm. they're not going to get faster. <laughs> right. They're not going to do better. Yeah, covering them with bechamel worse. will yeah. only slow them down. Trust carrot, me. Carrot, not the stick. Oh my god. The yeah. carrot, not the stick, huh? Yeah, I like that. Mm. That's how I live my life. Just Yummy. Feeding that donkey carrots. Mm-hmm. It's Andre Conapar, ladies and gentlemen. Food pun too. Yeah. yeah, you just you just did the uh, you just cooked for the first Thursdays in Chinatown I last did. night. What did you What did you make? I saw some like, like I did eight eight, eight, eight eight tons of bok choy or something. <laughs> yeah, it was all yu choy. So we did. Uh, I did. What's the, the difference between a bok and a yu in the world of choys? Uh, bok choy is more in the cabbage family. Yu choy is in the broccoli family. And then um, so roy choy is roy choy Korean? is a. God and a legend. <laughs> Family. Um, what up, fam? Um, he actually came and hung out last night for a while. It was a lot of fun to see him. Oh, wow. Mm. Um, he's been so busy working on his new PBS show. Um, mm. Free plug, shout out. Yeah. For Broken Bread. Broken Bread. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Um, PBS. PBS. Love PBS. Um, yeah, so I did a Philly roast pork sandwich. So it took a bunch of pork, roasted it down in some Negro Modelo. And, what uh, did you just say? Negro Modelo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It sounded like when you said that whole word, it was like a, like a church somewhere in Spain. <laughs> yeah. I roasted in a Santo Domingo. Yeah, it's a, it's a blessed uh, cloth basin that uh, <laughs> you fill with grape leaves. Yeah, that's kind of what and I was tire yeah. irons. And uh, you, do that, mm-hmm. you do that for about 14 hours. Oh, my God. Blessed. Yes. So okay. we roasted it in a church in Spain. Mm-hmm. Overnight, 
So um, you so like so like a like braised in beer? Yeah, basically. Um, you, did the, you tent that pork with some aluminium? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, actually, used uh, hotel pans over the top because classic chef hack, right? Oh my mm-hmm. god! This is why we um, get into the nitty gritty. Mm-hmm. Uh, so did that, um, topped it with the, like a chili garlic, um, griddled yuchoy. Instead um, of kind of like, in, like playing with the, the broccoli, broccoli rob. rob. Yeah. yeah. I like Which that. I did the broccoli rob before. I think you guys were yeah. at that dinner. Yeah. Right? It was yeah. incredible. But it, was I, good. it needed to be chopped up. The st- like the, it didn't get as tender as it needed to be. Fibrous. Too fibrous. So mm. hence I did the yuchoy and chopped it down. Um, I really liked the flavor. That turned out really well. And then I topped it with a bunch of pork juice mm-hmm. and um, a mm-hmm. spicy Filipino bar block. Wow. Because adding butter to shit makes it better. It does. Um, spicy Filipino bar blanc. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. This, is, this sounds like a, like a rich dish. <sighs> Just rich and tangy. What kind of wine would you pair with this? I would... Nitrate. I know, I know you fancy yourself a bit of a... Wild Irish I fancy myself a friend of a lot of <laughs> really good wine people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I studied winemaking in school. I did not actually go to school for I've food. I've seen you smoke cigars. I assume that you know how to pair. <laughs> Let's see. I would probably go with... Actually, honestly, all I really wanted last night was a really good Riesling. Um, I had a really... Say that. I know, right? Mm-hmm. I had a, um, had a fantastic Alsatian Riesling at... Uh, Stella the other day. Mm-hmm. Jess's wine list is just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Jess. Mm-hmm. Um, I met her. She was really nice. She's amazing. Both her and her girlfriend are fantastic. Aaron, both in wine, both the best people I've met besides you guys. <laughs> um, Good recovery, right? <laughs> you can, you can, you can, we, can <sighs> we can keep Breathe. this episode going. Um, All right, you're yeah. safe. Okay. Yeah, I think, Thanks. and I think the next first Thursday in Chinatown, Andre and I will. You will be. We'll be making a roast pork sandwich with. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing a Cambodian bur blanc. Yeah, Ooh, so it's different. Nice. So it's a little bit different. I like it's it. It's a little bit better than Filipino bur blanc. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, <laughs> you gotta ask Dina about this Cambodian bur blanc. We're I gonna heard do. We're gonna do Bach and you. Yeah. Mm. Uh, at the same time, like doubling a, down, baby. Yeah, doubling down. I like it. Mm. What are you guys actually making? <laughs> we don't. We we're are gonna tossing do some stuff Andres around. Now famous brisket is gonna be involved, perhaps. There could be minus the famous, but yeah, maybe brisket. I want to work uh, in the thought of. I want him to like make a because we made a sandwich, a brisket sandwich on Monday. I saw. I was appalled that I missed it. My grill was there, but we were me. too. Oh, was that your grill? Yeah. that Ken used. We fucked that grill up. Yeah, baby. damn right. I sold that grill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks. Yeah, damn that, it, that grill's gone. <laughs> oh, the grill's gone. Oh yeah, no. That was, that was fifty bucks in my yeah, pocket. Yeah, Andre made Andre made his brisket. We got some nice Mexican bollo rolls. Yeah, they came out really good. <laughs> nice. And the the, 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 bear, the bread was. Perfect for it. The I think. bread, I I sliced it myself. Oh, Andre made you. the brisket, but I sliced the bread in half, right. and then I used a, <laughs> I used a, a a silicone brush. It's like a new kind of brush yeah. that's made out of silicone and not bristles. I have those. We've seen Avengers, Jason. Check it out. They're like at Sur La Table. They've been at Sur La Table for a little while. I greased them down with olive oil by hand, wow. every single one of them, and then. <sighs> I, I, I kissed this him is on such the a f- self-congratulatory like, tirade of 
Well, it's a no, bit. The joke is Andre painstakingly made brisket right. over a week, and I was like, I cut the bread in half. I made the sandwich. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. But we got to we got to cook because we've been doing some cooking stuff lately, yeah. and it's like I'm gonna like prep all this food in my kitchen, and then I'm gonna come home at night, and there's gonna be like flies buzzing around and like yeah. sweet yeah. potato skins hanging off my ceiling, and oh I'm be like, God. fuck my life. And then we got. I'm to sleeping at my girlfriend's house. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna forget. I'm gonna throw money at this problem, Elsa. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, we were cooking out of the Lhasa kitchen. Yep. The the fine Filipino restaurant in, mm. in Chinatown. Just had lunch there today. Isn't it great? Phenomenal. No. So we so we got to like pretend like we were actual chefs in a chef's kitchen, and we we fired up the flat top, and I'm, I'm oh. se- searing up. I've got the I've oh, got the Andre spatula. Just, heaven. Oh, yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. I just I just thought of it. And like, all the all the equipment and, and food was free there. You're just like if you need salt, you just <laughs> take it. If you need olive oil, if you ran out of olive oil. There's olive oil everywhere. You can just take it. <laughs> Amazing. Just olive oil coming out of your ears. And you don't that, have to do any of the dishes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that butter grilled cabbage looked so fire. The one... That was crazy. The crazy... So Ken grilled off a bunch yeah. of vegetables, and then we did a sandwich. And Kissed on the embers. Caveman style is what... <sighs> the, yes. the, yeah. The that was God, amazing. Steve yeah. Right, right, Richland? Right, right, Reichland. Reichland? Reichland. Who, by all accounts, was a phenomenal person to be around. Yeah. He was a legend. He, I made yeah. an off-color comment... And he didn't face him. Yeah, enjoyed it. Enjoyed it. Might be stepping he over the line. He tolerated it with, he, with he gusto. He threatened me with violence in a roundabout way. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He he said he 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 made a lot of references to his um his Jewish upbringing. Yeah. And then when I when I let one fly, he's like, "You're you're about to get my make my Italian side come out." Ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was good. But it wasn't a it wasn't like a personal. A, a fence on him, but he was. He, we were talking. I'm, I'm of, curious now what this. <laughs> how offensive well, was Well, he's this? he's talking. The whole book is about like fire grilling and yeah. barbecuing and right. smoke and meat. And then somebody's like, when you're on the road, like doing your book tours and stuff, like what do you like to eat? And he's like, I like I like eating sushi. Yeah, and I was like, that's like the opposite of all this food you're making. Do you, when you're eating sushi, is it, do you, is it like you, you you feel like you're cheating on your wife, kind of? <laughs> Which isn't really that bad. He did the no. joke again. He did it again. He just managed to do it again. And what? That's, that's just was, a the joke was too comparison. great for just those just one occasion. Just that bookstore full of people. But you had to see it in person too. Okay. Because he it Jason looks, got like a me, little glimmer like in his eye, and he looked at me, it. and then he looked at Steve, and was like. You feel like you're cheating on your wife eating sushi, don't you, Steve? <laughs> oh my god! Now that sounds and, and Jason's voice like voice Andre's dropped a little bit, and he was like winking. It was the whole thing. Oh my god! It was one of those times where you say something and you you don't the words come out and you don't have control over it, and mm-hmm. then as soon as it happens, you're like, I don't know what I just did. Like it was a little bit of what have I done mixed yeah. with like was there, that even good? The room, <laughs> was that bad? The, the room. Gave it a breath and then erupted in gaps and laughters. It was it was uh, it was a hit. Andre erupted in looking at me like <laughs> I just you crazy clubbed a, a baby seal. <laughs> <laughs> at least you'd have something delicious to eat after clubbing a baby seal. <laughs> it's a good mm-hmm. joke. Yeah, we we did that seal caveman style. That's yeah. right on the embers. Mm. Mm-hmm. Just a like a nice little sear on the blubber. You gotta get all the fur off and shit like it's that. It's like you know? the Arctic's. 
foie gras. But Ken did Ooh. a roast, the roast cauliflower that he topped with a curry butter that was, I could. You mean the cabbage? Was it the cabbage that he put the curry butter? I feel yeah, like he it was, put it was, curry it butter was, on. It, yeah, yeah he, cauliflower too. the cap, or, I saw I, cabbage with butter on it, and it looks fantastic. Right. That was exciting to me. Yeah. Oh, was the, there cauliflower he, as There well? was a bunch of yeah. vegetables okay, that, yeah. he, that he slathered on with this curry butter. It was but, phenomenal. But it was, it was I don't. Cool I didn't see him make it because, like Ken, he worked at at Cut for all these years. Yeah, so, I've like, never heard of it. So he <laughs> has all this. You know, watching somebody who has like chef experience yeah. is always like a pleasure to see. Yeah, but he always then, likes to get down on himself and tell me he's rusty and he doesn't want to cook. And I'm like, you are such a more talented chef than I. Am. <laughs> and, and, and it was cool right watching now, him do that stuff because he. You could tell that he was a, really knows how to make a fire. Yeah. Over a grill work. Like whenever I cook or barbecue at home, like I have my bag full of yeah. charcoal and I put it in my chimney starter and I light it up and then if I especially if I'm using whole mesquite and not charcoal, I'm like, all right, cool. I put these coals down and I have two minutes and thirty eight seconds until these until this fire dies and it <laughs> yeah. becomes too cold to sear anything properly. And he you know, those embers were still red like four hours after. Yeah. Like, how the fuck did you do this? And he yeah. has, he's like heating up the sauces in the pans right on the fire. And like the, each handle has tap, the tape wrapped around yep. it with the dish that it goes with and all of his little things like this goes. Fucking pro, man. Such a pro. Such a pro. Mm. Love that, man. Ken's listening to this right now in his store. Just. Yes. Stroking that ego. We love what you, up, Ken. Ken? We love you, Ken. <laughs> I love you so much. Um, I got some good hugs from him and Michelle today. It was nice. Oh, yeah, mm. Michelle. It was and a- young Paul Weller. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Frankie. And the fire-grilled Rice Krispie treats. Nothing, nothing oh my better than God. that. Yeah, that uh, was... Those treats, like, I... Michelle could make a billion-dollar company out of that. I swear to God. Absolutely. Like, I don't know what she's doing with this as beautiful As soon as you start bookstore. putting CBD in there, it's really going to take off, I feel <laughs> like. I couldn't believe what it was like to have them seared over the grill like that because they're so good to begin with. Yeah. But when they got charred a little bit, it was... Now you're I mean, making me real sad. Was, over yeah, that. it was just wild. It was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like seeing a movie in 40X. <laughs> yeah, it was like Deadpool 2 in Hold my mouth. Bam. Deadpool 2 in your mouth. Yeah. Deadpool 2 in your mouth. All right. Um, well, all right. Well, now we've talked about the happy stuff. <laughs> all the happy stuff, and now the world is ending. We, uh, we um, yeah, today is the, we're recording our podcast that's going to come out tomorrow, but the day that we all found out that Anthony Bourdain passed away, and yep. it's been a very strange day. It has been a fucking strange day. <laughs> I got home at 4.30 this morning, and changed, looked at my phone, Saw the first Instagram post, and then the Hollywood Reporter article popped up. 4.30 a.m.? Just... We're not going to ask why you got home at 4.30, but no, yeah. we're not. <laughs> um, but God Doing damn it, chef man. stuff. Just doing that chef stuff, you know? Cooking. Yeah. I got... Yeah. You know, so I woke up, and then a friend of mine who was a big fan of his just texted the word... Texted me the word Anthony, and I was like, what? What does this mean? And then I quickly found out afterwards it's really it's been insane to watch the reaction like for me it was like 
really, really shocking. And you, it's it's kind of crazy to feel the amount of grief that I felt today over someone you've never met. I almost ran into him when he was at Lhasa mm-hmm. a couple months ago. But, I mean, seeing the way the entire, not just the entire industry, but everyone in different industries, like, it's it's really mind-boggling to see, like, the everyone I know, mm-hmm. not in the industry, in the industry, whoever, like people I didn't even know knew mm-hmm. who Anthony was. It's like his his reach, and um, I think his most importantly, his brand of getting us to look at the world in a different light. Yeah, I had a being. lot. I had a lot of the, it. Was, it was very much like uh, it was, it, it, the social media aspect <laughs> of it made made it a lot more interesting and eye opening. Like people that I'm friends with on Instagram mm-hmm. that I went to high school with that I don't yeah. talk to anymore, and I'm just friends with them because that's what you do, I guess. And then there's like pictures of them, like her and him. Like he was one of my closest friends. Or like they like maybe used to date or something like that. And like how do oh my you, god how do all these people know yeah. him? Yeah. And it's 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 like one of the first big things like that where uh, everybody. Just everybody, yeah, is all Literally sharing everyone. it all at the same time. It was, it was, you know, it's like what, what you know, I don't know. but the reactions as far as like just people reaching out and you know, even it was. I think it's been it was emotional enough already. Just like knowing that that presence is. I mean, I like I literally just saw like a, two days ago them filming and a video on Instagram of them filming in France, and I saw Eric Pair in the background. I was like. Oh my god! I'm so excited. They're finally doing another episode in France together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these two best friends and Eric, his best friend, is the one who found him this morning. Yeah, uh, oh, which wow. I can't even fucking imagine how brutal mm-hmm. that is. But and then just like at like seven o'clock this morning when everyone started waking up, it was kind of crazy how instantly <laughs> I just started getting a flood of text messages from people. Being like, I know you're going through a lot right now. Please don't kill yourself. <laughs> right. And I was just like, one of those like, <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I know it's, uh, yeah, it's been, it was interesting today. It was like that, <laughs> the combination of like feeling the loss of, of Anthony from the food world and then just being like the amount of people who are reaching out and like, Making yeah, because sure when I see it on my end, you know, a lot of the people, everyone will say things like, crazy this has happened, but then it's a chance for the, you know, the same mm-hmm. thing happened when with Kate Spade a just few a days ago, days just ago. like, here's my opinion on the matter, yeah. and if you know anybody who's going through something, here's the 800 number, yeah. and make sure to tell your friends you care about them, and hug your family, and all those things, but you're... and. I, I didn't really do that to anyone, and nobody really... Eh, some people do that to me. Yeah. But you were straight up receiving messages saying, don't kill yourself. It was like some of them were slightly more subtle, but it was all like people that I didn't know knew that I was in the process of divorce and having a really mm-hmm. shit couple of months in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, also, a lot of exciting things happening. Just like, <laughs> it's been a confusing couple of months emotionally for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but people have been like... I, I mean, I was just getting messages from people I didn't even know on Instagram. Just like, right. really hope you're doing okay. I know it's been a hard couple months. I was like, thank you. <laughs> now, now I'm crying. This is insane. 
<laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's kind of. I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's amazing to see how many people his life affected, and his his ability to tell stories affected, and um, I think how. I mean, just if you look at some of the things he's been able to accomplish with a travel food show, you know, on the surface of it. I mean, the Obama Mm -hmm. administration started a program in Laos picking up unexploded munitions from the Vietnam War because of his show. Like, they didn't even... Our government didn't even know that there was just millions of unexploded bombs Mm -hmm. that were still killing people in Laos. Mm-hmm. Before he did this show and brought attention to it, I mean, you have, um, I think, I mean, even the, I think the best example is the Iran episode, and just like mm-hmm. the Iran and the Gaza Strip episode. But just sitting down with people, you know, as Americans, we're fed very like, very um, polarized views in the media, one way or another. You know, mm-hmm. Fox News or CNN, whatever it is, and to have. Have someone who's like, actually, like, we're just going to sit down to dinner with a family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And these people aren't trying to, they have no interest in seeing you dead. Mm-hmm. They're just fucking people who want to eat good food and mm-hmm. live their lives. Like, And it's not the, like we're going to parade how everyone is nice and happy and everything mm-hmm. is good. And we're not going to show the opposite either. It's exactly. just going to be like, we're just going to. He talked about the hard shit, too. Have a normal meal with people how you do. Exactly. I mean, I think in this upcoming season, we'll see how this unfolds, but I know he had been been in, I think, Kentucky or somewhere sitting down with, you know, having dinner with Trump supporters and Mm -hmm. um, just really trying to, you know, I think Sarah Silverman tried to do that with her show as well on, on Hulu, just, like, trying to bring... Start a dialogue. Get it, yeah, start a start a dialogue. Like get us talking again on something. Like food is a really good common ground to do that. Right, um, I think we've learned over the years of all these shows that food is probably the best. Yeah, I mean, you and I wouldn't even it. talk if it wasn't for food. It's true. We yeah. hate each other. Yeah, yeah, I hated you before. <laughs> you before and your you people. ate lasagna. <laughs> I hated your your religion and your race before I ate some of that za. <laughs> It's true. But yeah, that I mean, I, I think we've all learned that food is the one way that we can start really bridging those gaps in between people. Yeah. The best way. Yeah. Yeah. That's been insane. Okay. Been a lot of a lot of hugs today, which has been good. And it just it's yeah, everyone especially I mean, everyone in general, but just anyone in the food industry. It's just like no one even talks. They're just like, walk up and give you a hug. <laughs> yeah. It goes on Lhasa, and everyone just was like walking over to my table and hugging me. Went over to now serving. Saw Stephanie from Time Out Magazine. We had lunch. Mm-hmm. It's just like, yeah. It's, it's, it's just, it's a really kind of insane to see how one person has that big of an effect on that many fucking people. That's wow. something to aspire to, man. It's crazy, and and the 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 part that makes me so angry is how he seemed like he was doing the best in his life. He's in, making the, the best moment. art of his entire life. I mean, he just shot an episode in Hong Kong with one of the best cinematographers that ever fucking walked the face of the earth. I was just telling yeah. Andre about that yeah. last night. <laughs> yeah, and you know, seemed to be with somebody who really you know understood him, had a good relationship, was yeah. making television with his best friend. 
You know, and that's you know, that was had the body of a twenty-year-old. Yeah, yeah. bronzed. That's I think that's what scared the shit out of me the most about it was how how good. I mean, from the outside, obviously, but how good everything seemed to be, mm-hmm. and still, you know, it's. Uh, I mean, that that's that's scary, especially when you live a very stressful, high-tension life. It's like it's crazy to to think that. You know, even at that, that you know, depression just doesn't go away because things get better on the surface. Yeah, on paper. Um, that you know, obviously, it's been said a lot, but I think it's insanely important to just you know reach out to people if you're having, you know, whether it's the, a hotline or just people around you. I mean, I think just this last week was it was a big deal for me. Just I think. I made some posts on Instagram. It was the first time I'd actually like acknowledged that I was having a rough life <laughs> the last yeah. couple of weeks, months. Um, and just, you know, just over the last couple of days and then with today, like the amount of just people, again, you know, people that I know, people that I don't know, just reaching out and sending love and support is, uh, it's huge. It really does. It's like, I think it's, it's, it's why it's so important to reach out because it's, Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's easy when you're, you know, no matter how surrounded you are by people, obviously he was very surrounded by people, but Mm -hmm. no matter how surrounded you are, there's, you know, you can, you can still feel very isolated in your head. And if you're, if you're getting that, that feedback and that support and that love, it's, it's going to go a long way towards, you know, that constant reminder that, you know, people give a shit that you're here Mm -hmm. and that it matters. Yeah, and it's it's a tough thing to do as we all get more and more busy with mm-hmm. all of our things, important yeah. or not. That you really have to just stop and take a take five to. Yeah. Even though you're tired and the last thing you want to do is anything, you just want to lay on the couch and take a nap or something like that. But yeah, just to yep. see somebody, even read through the lines, even if they're not projecting what is going on in their life, and just. Yeah. Uh, Hey, like, hey, you want to? Let's go eat a sandwich. Yeah, that's all you yeah. need to do. Eleven-year-old mm. daughter, though. Yep. Mother of Christ. Yeah, that's the that's, <clears> that's, <throat> that's the, the kicker. That's the crazy part. Mm. Uh, um. <laughs> Back into the food world. You've no. got a little something going on, Royce. It's not just yeah, just just nothing. Or business nothing and crazy. pleasure. <laughs> business and pleasure. Here at the stew. Oh my god. What um, what do you got cooking? So next up, we're um, launching hopefully hopefully in the beginning of July um, a vegetarian vegan restaurant on Fairfax. Just behind LACMA. Really excited about it. It's called Yarrow. Mm-hmm. Like the plant. Like mm-hmm. the cure-all herb. Mm-hmm. It's tattooed on my arm. Yep. Um, that was an easy one. It's like, I don't have to get a new plant tattooed. I already got the ink. <laughs> um, but yeah, really, really excited about it. Um, Asher and Emily, who uh, created the space originally, it's called Hyperslow now. Um, great little cafe. Um, just I've driven past it. Their yeah. logo is written on the right, corner right of it in a, in a fun yeah. way. Caught my eye. 
in a fun way. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. It's gonna be breakfast and lunch to start um, applying for the beer and wine, um, and then we'll have a you know a natural wine program. Anthony Kailan and Emily are fighting over who goes to do the wine list right now. Ooh. Um, Did you ever think you would be doing a vegan restaurant? Uh, I hadn't actually, I hadn't actually thought of doing something fully. Like, for a number of years now, I've put a lot of emphasis on having well-thought-out vegan items on my menus and trying to keep a good percentage. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think this one is the first... You know, it's going to be an interesting pivot for me from, you know, doing, like, you know, rich, over-the-top breakfast foods at Chimney and then going into the late-night comfort food game, which, you know, the the vegan lasagna has been very popular. Yeah, um, for good reason. Yeah, and we're also in the process of working on I a... I love the genre of late-night comfort food. Late-night. That's just, like, yeah. fat-ass food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think, I mean, I think... Late-night comfort think, food, you know. Yeah. Pastrami burritos. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Um, so we're definitely uh, we're also in the in the process. I I brought on another. Um, I put together a really good team for my next round of projects, which I'm very excited about because mm. I also you know hearkening back to our earlier conversation, need to take better care of myself and my uh, mm-hmm. mental well being. Um, maybe <laughs> maybe not you know run myself into the ground and sleep two hours. For weeks on end, um, I don't know how you do that. If I, I if don't I don't know get either. if baby doesn't get a good night's sleep, I am. What's a good night's sleep for you though? Six hours. Okay. May, I mean, ideally more, yeah. but like if if I get yeah. if, if I get four hours of sleep, five hours of sleep, my my day is fucked. I can't. But uh, but I've also learned that if I have to, I can push through. Yeah. And make it happen, and it's not the end of the world. And, but I know you're kind of you're kind of playing. It's going to catch up to you one one way or another. Yeah, and I like you could this... only run on <laughs> adrenaline and fumes for so long exactly. before before you got to pay the yeah. piper. Yeah, there's only there's only so many drugs in the world. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think the that's I, I like this week has been crazy. Like last week was nuts. I didn't sleep at all because we were. Working on a ton of shit leading up to the investor dinner for the new spot, um, mm-hmm. and then also kind of throw. I was filming all week um, for an unnamed television program wow. about the new um, the process of launching the new restaurant. Roseanne, you filming Roseanne? <laughs> God damn it! Oh wait, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> that was a time just waste. before I that got was time canceled. wasted. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, Royce. Um, <laughs> Sucks, man. I should have told you. <laughs> um, but uh, so busy yeah. boy, and also if I have to be on camera and I don't, oh get, my god, and I don't get my sleepies, dude. It made there's them only so much concealer in the world. Extraordinarily happy though, because I was exhausted. I was busy as hell, and you know it's like when you're being followed around by cameras constantly. Everything takes like ten times longer. Yeah, because you have to like stop and reshoot bits of dialogue and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, get out of the car oh, now. Get out of the yeah, car. This angle. Car. Now we need to get out of the car this way and walk in that direction. Mm. And just back up fifteen feet and then. <laughs> um, but yeah, it it took so much time. But they were, I think they were ecstatic because I was. 
between that, everything I've been going through personally, and getting ready to um, launch Yarrow, and then having an epiphany after a business meeting on camera, and realizing that I'm also going to relaunch Secret Lasagna shortly with several locations. <laughs> it was like, oh, now I'm opening a restaurant group, and we're going to... And I, I brought a new business partner on board during the week. Like it was, it's kind of a crazy week. And then we like walked through an amazing vintage shop on West Third Street called Vintage Weave that has like beautiful old French vintage. She helped like design Adam Perry Lang's new restaurant. Mm, wow, does a lot of the food styling for Ludo's books and stuff. Super sweet lady. Apparently, a huge secret lasagna fan. Mm. Um, she she just loaned me like two grand worth of dishes for my investor dinner. Wow. Um, which is very sweet. Thank you so much, Kathy. Um, but, uh, yeah, we just walked through and they started, you know, immediately the house is like, so this, uh, this is reminding you a lot of your, your grandmother from Alsace, isn't it? What? And, and we just, like, start talking about my grandmother and we had the same birthday. So I'm just sobbing on camera for five minutes. The host is sobbing. Everyone's sobbing. The producers come back around the corner and they're like, oh, my God, we're all behind the monitors and we're all crying. I'm like, no, you're not. You're just jacking off back there. You're so excited. This is the best television. They're like, all right, yeah, you got us. Yeah, you got yeah, us. Yeah. That too, but yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then they just like pull stuff. They're just like, someone would come over and whisper in the house here. And then I'm like, I'm like, oh, God, this next question. And it's just like, so you're getting ready to launch these restaurants and you're going through a divorce? Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, my God. How... How many tears are left in my body? Don't film with Jerry Springer, dude. <laughs> I, tried to t- I tried to tell you. Secrets yeah. out. He'll bait you. You were like, nah, he's Jerry different Springer's now. Jerry Springer's doing a restaurant No, show. he's new. He's rebranding. I was I like, wonder, no, he's, he's going to uh, do it to you. I wonder how liberating that must feel to just be crying like a baby on camera. You know what? It's actually fairly therapeutic. It's, it's a little yeah, emotionally like exhausting. Uh-huh. But uh, I think in a weird way... I mean, I've never had a problem being very much myself publicly. That's um, good. I don't, I mean, we're, I think privacy is an illusion. And, uh, uh, you know, Ooh. I'm not really worried about, <laughs> it's like I've been drunk enough in L.A. I think everyone knows <laughs> what the fuck is going on in my life. So True story. There's you, a, you've learned that you can have just about the worst night you can have and then you mm-hmm. wake up the next morning and the You're still alive. the sky is still blue and nobody and everyone's already forgotten about what you did the night before for the most well, part. Well, uh, for the most part. For there's the most there's part. been some mornings that I think mm-hmm. some, there's been some memories that linger <laughs> in the minds of some people. So, so what kind of things do you plan on instilling in your life for uh Letting a little, letting a little steam out of the pressure cooker here and there to well, make sure the old RB's running smooth. The old RB. Um, I think uh, I've got a phenomenal uh, new manager coming on for the cafe, uh, Elena, who says hi. By the way, um, <coughs> do I know Elena? You do. Um, she made what was the dish she made at the Thanksgiving that you loved? Oh, um, oh, John and Elena, Elena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. So she's coming on board to manage Yarrow and oh, um, wow. help keep my life out of the gutter. Friends of the friends of the pod. Friends of the pod. Um, and then I brought on a new business partner for the overall group uh, this last week, 
Steven, who was previously managing uh, both coasts for Bauhaus. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. Fantastic, I, yeah. Steven is tight. Yeah, super tight guy. Recently guy. buff Steven, you mean. Super buff Steven. <laughs> Holy balls. That guy, was it Wednesday? Yeah, it's Friday. Wednesday. We had a meeting. We had like two meetings during the course of the day, and he did five runs during the course of the day. Like two of them were in Venice, I think. Like he had a run at six a.m. at midnight the night before. It was like I don't, it's it's like some program where you do like five. It's it's like a marathon broken up. I don't know. It was so half human, half machine. Jesus, I think so. Good for him. <clears throat> I'm genuinely worried. Like, and then we met. After his last run at my homie Blime's show, um, phenomenal hip hop artist, um, she and uh, Gifted Gab were doing a show at the airliner, mm-hmm. and uh, we met there at like midnight, and he was somehow still standing. <laughs> he, he ran like, to it <laughs> from <laughs> Alhambra. <laughs> he just jogged over to check out the set. It's like oh, I gotta go check out the yeah. set at the airline. So you got right a now. good you got a good team going in. Good well, team going on, which is gonna be I think you know learning to delegate is gonna be a really good, big deal for me. Um, it's a hard thing to learn, isn't it? It is a hard thing to learn, and I think, but you know, all of the events of the last several months, and I think today was another good reminder of that, but. Um, just a reminder that you know you're you're only as good as the people you have around you, and if I can have people who are better and smarter than me mm-hmm. doing shit to make my companies and life better, mm-hmm. that is fantastic. Yeah. Um. So I'm very excited about that. I'm gonna be. I got free yoga written into my lease. So <laughs> amazing. Gonna gonna do some some there breathing and stretching. There we um, go. There we go. We had the failed episode. But if we all remember back to that, you were kind enough to make us some breakfast burritos from the new mm. cafe. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Which were outstanding. Very carrot friendly. Very carrot friendly. <laughs> <laughs> Very tasty. I think we um and we, we did we got some good feedback. But I wanna but so, I wanna yeah. talk about your breakfast burrito. Okay. burrito. Let's because fuck the breakfast burrito. Yeah, let's talk about this breakfast burrito because... Oh, you do want to talk about it. I thought you no, said you don't. No, I said right. I want to talk about this breakfast burrito because I was really excited about when we had it, technical difficulties. But what I loved about it was you had made a vegan... Veg- was it vegan? The one, one I made you was vegetarian. Vegetarian, had a little egg, egg right? Yeah, so yeah. there's going to be vegan, there's going to be vegan, there's going to be vegetarian. But what I loved about it was that it was just very much a vegan-specific or Mm vegetarian-specific breakfast burrito. It wasn't trying to sneak in vegetarian options and mimic Mm -hmm. like a gut-busting soy rizzo, gross. It was like, it it was really a burrito that I wanted to eat. There were some enoki mushrooms, Mm -hmm. right? And there was, it was really flavorful. There was a carrot romesco, is that right? There was, it's a charred lemon romesco and then a carrot puree. Because I'm, so this is like a month ago or something, so I got to remember it. All I can remember is how much I loved it. But it just, it, it was like, if someone says vegan breakfast burrito, absolutely, I'd love to have it if you tell me it's good. But what I don't want is like satan and yeah like satan and tater tots i call it satan's foreskin and like just yeah yeah you do (laughs) but it it's exactly what i want incredibly flavor forward while also being something that isn't going to put me to sleep at eight o'clock in the morning and representative of kind of 
food. What am I trying to say? <laughs> Representative of food that has purpose as mm-hmm. opposed to mimicking other things and just slapping vegetarian ingredients in it. Mm-hmm. Like it has its own personality, it has its own perspective. It's incredibly healthy, incredibly tasty, and also just not trying to copy what I think I would like to imagine when I eat vegetarian is why I'm doing that. Yeah. You know, I'm not eating vegetarian to eat tater tots. Right. You know, like yeah. I'm eating vegetarian to have something really kind of like produce forward, mm-hmm. interesting, thought out, intelligent, and Vegetables with a perspective. And, yeah, absolutely. And can you write the forward to my Euro cookbook? Yes. Yes, I can. <laughs> and you, and you care about well the, the consequences of what you're eating. Absolutely. Because mm-hmm. after you eat, uh, you know, no one eats a burrito for the most part and feels better afterwards than they did. But uh, yeah. it'd be cool to eat a burrito that you actually feel good afterwards and yeah. energized I think and if you, not lethargic. And yeah, I think gross. if you put pen to paper, there's a lack of healthy, energizing, fast, casual breakfast places. Yes. I mean, you can go to Botanica. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you can eat Wonderful there, but that's not fast casual. I mean, that's not like, yeah. that's not what you're doing. That's right. not a coffee shop morning, grab something right. out of there and go. And something that I'm designing to be scalable. You yeah. Know, it's like, I, I'm really, I think I'm most excited about this concept because I get to play with, I get to worry more about my sourcing. I get to work with some, um, an amazing group of uh, Asian American farmers in the Fresno Valley um, that like, Amazing people. They're like they have plots of land that are just set aside. So if I like want to grow Paris market carrots one season, they can just do Paris market carrots, which amazing is unbelievably Only exciting. Only in Fresno, to me. baby. That's what they Ooh. say. That's why I'm moving. Fresno, Paris. Um, <laughs> but I, yeah, I'm really excited to be able to really focus more on the ingredients. To really, I I do love. Um, you know, I know I post a lot of pictures of me and large pigs. <laughs> being cooked um, and I do enjoy cooking pigs but I love cooking vegetables a lot of selfies uh, too a lot of selfies <laughs> I know handsome guy. super offensive I mean if you got it <laughs> uh-huh. um, I need to get more people to take pictures of me so I can write it off as uh, <laughs> it's like I don't know it's just some pictures someone took whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah being able to focus more on the, the produce being able to focus more on the ingredients like actually playing around with different flavors that I can get out of different vegetables and um, creating a, a really a vegetarian and vegan focused restaurant, you know, that is actually good and can just be like a, you know, fuck cafe gratitude. Let's do this correctly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to. Was that? Did anyone yeah. see the overheard on LA the other day? It was like Mm-mm. the cashier at Cafe Gratitude was talking to the customer. The customer's like, or the cashier is like, oh, you know, we like you to say, you know, I am before what you're ordering, mm-hmm. you know, to put some intention into it. And the customer's like, you, it was something, as I'm paraphrasing, but something to, to the uh, purpose of, um, you, you really expect me to say I am joyful and prosperous? Right. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. Um, I am annoyed. I am very annoyed. I am triggered. Fuck coconut bacon. <laughs> Fuck that bullshit. <laughs> Come get some delicious roasted vegetables and yarrow. Yeah, I mean, boys on it. I don't want my only option, 
you know, like when I'm stopping for coffee that's vegetarian to be a spinach croissant. That's not going to, you know, yeah. delicious on a Sunday, not how Wait, I want to someone... start my working morning on like a Tuesday. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I had a long conversation with a vegan friend of mine last night because I also tested out um, a vegan version of um, the Dirty Dog that has been very popular. Ba-da-da-da-da. Boom. Um, I also detest saying vegan version of something. I never want mm. people to, people who've made the lifestyle decision to be vegan to feel like they are an afterthought to me as a restaurateur. Mm. Um, because they're not. And that yeah. is why I'm doing this restaurant. <laughs> they are the forethought. Um, <laughs> but I, it's, it is technically a vegan version of the Dirty Dog but I obviously rethought it as its own thing because the flavors are different. I used the Beyond Sausage Brat, which is shockingly good. It is. I had not had it before last night, and people have been telling me to try it. Yeah. Good. And holy fuckballs, <laughs> that shit was delicious. Well, I think you might need to explain what a dirty dog is for our listeners. Oh, yeah. who might not okay. be aware. So, That's if you don't definition. live in Los Angeles and haven't come down the hill after a Dodger game to the... Uh, gas station, and had a wonderful 85-year-old toothless grandmother make you a dirty dog. It is typically a bacon-wrapped hot dog in a bun with a bunch of grilled onions, Mm -hmm. mustard, mayo, and a shockingly spicy Serrano chili. Yep. Yeah. That has been sitting in a sheet pan over a (laughs) um, laundry basket full of coals. Yep. For several hours. Mm -hmm. And it is delicious. Uh You will regret it almost immediately. (laughs) Um, So I started doing, when I was doing a lot of secret lasagna events, and I'm now going to spin the like Philly roast pork sandwich and the, the hot dogs and stuff off into another concept. Um, because I'm not busy enough. Um, <laughs> but when I was doing Secret Lasagna, I, was, I just started making my version of a dirty dog for different events like Chinatown After Dark, etc. And so we basically took, we split a Hebrew National, like a, one of the really fat fuckers, mm-hmm. um, split it down the middle, griddled it, filled it with American cheese, wrapped it in bacon, griddled that, put that on a bun <laughs> with grilled onions. Um, instead of pickles, or relish, I did uh, pickled ginger, which is super bomb. Mm. Um, and then a mm. truly reprehensible amount of mustard. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very, very good and has no been mayo. very popular. Uh, no, there's some mayo. There's Kewpie on the bun. Sorry, I missed a step. There we go. Like that step. Um, so then when I reimagined that for a vegan version, I did a toasted bun. Um, I actually I skipped the mayo on this one just because I forgot to get the, my favorite vegan mayo from the store, which is the Just Mayo. Just that Mayo is the best. Is so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like nothing has ever, besides QB, mm-hmm. nothing has ever made me vary it from Best Foods my entire fucking life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love Best Foods mayo. Me too. But Just Mayo is better. I do it's use too good. it. I use it more at home than I use Best Foods now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fantastic. Um, I don't care that it doesn't have eggs in it. It's delicious. <laughs> um, so yeah, so it's gonna it'll have just mayo on it, and then it's those beautiful fat uh, brats from Beyond. Mm-hmm. Um, if Can't you're listening, I my uh, 
business associate is probably emailing you right now to figure out how to get sponsored by you fuckers. Because <laughs> I am going to make you famous. <laughs> um, so Beyond Sausage, and then I did some uh, like really well-seared beach mushrooms um, instead of... Uh, like I, I didn't. I, I'm not trying to mimic the bacon flavor. I just wanted like a bomb ass or mommy flavor in mm-hmm. there. I kept the pickled ginger because I fucking love it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then still a truly reprehensible amount of mustard mm-hmm. um, and fried shallots. Mm. And people were very very happy about it. It <laughs> sold out in like half an hour. Wow! It was kind of crazy. So I'm gonna have way more of them next time. Um, <laughs> we need to figure out this. Um, cost of goods things though beyond meats because <laughs> shit is two dollars a sausage and I'm trying to run a business so <laughs> yeah um, let's seriously talk um, <laughs> but yeah I'm it's that's that's uh, I don't even know where I started with that but that was, it was really delicious I was actually very very surprised by how good the the their product yeah those was. those beyond sausages are very good. But that's uh, yeah I mean that's again a, again a dish that is a is really kind of not thinking as vegan as right. okay how can i replace this yeah it's more about how do i make this from the scratch for this person uh and get them really excited about it yeah yeah mm-hmm. super tasty well, um, it's, it's, it's exciting to see where the uh you know the vegan food world is going now that it's been it around is. for a while you know when yeah when i first started getting into it in the 90s it was pretty pretty rough it out was there. pretty rough. Um, and now, you know, it's been around long enough to see everything change and people's views change. And mm-hmm. there's starting to be the backlash against the super synthetic copycat yep. versions of meat. And then, there, you know, people are celebrating both sides. And mm-hmm. I, I think it's important to have the vegan version of foods. Yeah. Because those foods exist because of, you know, pleasure yeah. and nostalgia. Like we want, you know, like macaroni and cheese stuffed whatever thingies because the real life version of those are also good yeah and you know we all need a little training wheel here and there and then we yeah. can get into a a uh, high-minded carrot based yeah I, I mean i think for me like i don't plan on giving up meat anytime soon but i do think that you know the meat industry is insane and responsible for a lot of Mm-hmm. Obviously, the um, global warming that is going to kill us all pretty soon. Hell yeah! Um, if you know, I think inve- yeah, I, I see everybody I know is first. really in, in putting a lot of their chips in the vegan yeah. world. There's a lot of like, I mean, that's why I'm such a big supporter of like the Impossible Project because, like, I don't, I'm not gonna do a vegan version of my lasagna with the Impossible Burger, but I might replace the meat in my fucking meat lasagna with the Impossible meat because it's a better quality product. Mm-hmm. than most readily accessible ground beef mm-hmm. or even beef roast. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's delicious. It's got a similar flavor. Most vegans I know don't really like it because it tastes too much like meat. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but I think it should be... like I think people like me should be eating it um, right. who actually do eat meat and enjoy the flavor. But, like, I mean... Honestly, I like the Fat Burgers version of the Impossible Burger better than their regular burger. Mm-hmm. Not hard to do. Yeah. <laughs> hey, don't knock Fat Burger. <laughs> but but um, that's the, that's another interesting thing that these you know Beyonds and Impossibles are bringing up. It's it's kind of making you look at the price points for that and the quality points. And mm-hmm. we all love the backyard smash burger with the Smart and Final ground beef. Yeah. But then you're kind of looking at it 
people are really starting to look at it and be like, the effects of that. Is buy. this really what I want to be? And you yeah. go to a nice butcher shop like Standings yes. or McCall's, Shout and you're like, Standings. this is this ground beef is glorious, but the price point is not enough to where you can easily s- accessible. Yeah, you know. It, but it, I, I mean, I think that's a like we were Nadine Redzepi was in town for a book signing a couple weeks ago, and that was something that we were talking about when we were at Now Serving is, or in, in Copenhagen, it's the, like they don't eat a lot of meat in their household. It's more expensive. It's better quality. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't, they're not vegan, but they just, you eat it less frequently. And I mm-hmm. really think that's where we do need to get back to. Like I have friends who have incredible cattle ranches. You know, Glenn knows every single one of those cows by name. Mm-hmm. Knows what their parents' names were. He's just crazy. I don't know how he does that. But like I'm not saying you have people. to. Yeah. Give me a kiss, Petunia. <laughs> but, but uh, I, I do think. Give it's... me another kiss, Petunia. <laughs> okay. All right. Be smirching, my friends. <laughs> um, but I, I do think it's really important for us to get back to you know sourcing from local farmers, etc. Humanely raised meat. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be more expensive, and you're going to eat it a lot less frequently. But mm-hmm. it's it. I do think it's we do need to get back to it being a delicacy because the industry as it is now, um, delicacy you know, is a good word for it. Yeah, the industry as it is now is is really problematic on a on a moral level and also just on a like I don't want to die before I'm a hundred from you know atmosphere poisoning or whatever. Mm. The fuck that is true. That mm-hmm. yeah. This is why we vape, my friend. <laughs> All right, Royce. Thank you uh, so much for doing this pod with us. My pleasure. It's good to see you guys. Commiserating and talking about vegan stuff. That's what we do. Indeed. Yeah. A little bit of the sweet with the sour. When do you, what is a rough sketch for uh, the new spot? Uh, early July. Great. Hopefully the first, but I'll keep you posted on that. We're just getting. So we're just getting, weeks away. Clock's yeah. ticking, bitch. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm aware. You see, you see the stress lines on my face. <laughs> well, uh, find find Royce Burke on Instagram, where you will check out some great pictures of meat and selfies what, and what? cries for help. All the you can go to the stewpodcast.com <laughs> where all of our episodes live. Hello, stewpodcast. You can follow me on social media at them jeans. Andre Conamparo has no social media. No, 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 no. sad face. Yeah. I think I feel like he's getting worn down slightly. Like, he's getting worn down. You I see really, it, don't you? I really want, I want to see that fucking Instagram. I think it's a long play because you and I we're on the gram every day. Yeah. We don't have any hashtags. No, Andre, he's got a hashtag. He has a hashtag. By the time he hits Instagram, his shit is gonna be. Fire. He's doing the long play. Are he's you he's me? like the he's like the one guy who's like a virgin, and then <laughs> like when he's like thirty eight. He's like, oh, you're married to a supermodel. Just like, yeah, that long play. That <laughs> long play. That would be amazing He's if doing that's that. true. Andre, <laughs> that would be Andre incredible. Andre has no social media. Is the hashtag. Hashtag Andre Conoparo. No I guess the media. new one, Andre Conoparo, is a virgin? Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> really improving well. <laughs> Just art imitating life. I like it. Okay. Sounds good. Ladies, wow. Andrea is not a virgin. <laughs> uh, and uh, thank you guys for listening. Sorry that we missed last episode. And uh, we will see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Boom. Bye.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.